November 18, 2014, is a Watt for Pedro show. Thank <laughs> you. 
Hey, brother Matt, how you doing? Good, good. Just dodging movie crews and. Yeah, right. Hollywood's taking over outside here at the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point. Do you know what it is? It's some pilot that they're doing. So they're what? Like crime? I don't know exactly, Drug but they're, they're going big time because they've got like doctor the whole room, town. Doctors. <laughs> they got the whole I know, town I know, but my warehouse won three boxcars. Oh, yeah. Got the, yeah, that, that thing was for livestock, and they got railroad tracks so Hollywood can make like a New York subway oh, or whatever. Shit. Oh, shit. And we got the star trailers right down here. That's so right. right. I haven't seen... Yeah, I heard he might be in trouble because they reopened uh, Natalie Wood's case. Oh. Him and Mr. Walker. Ah. Oh, right? wow. Yeah, that's a little fishy. He runs some star wagon. Yeah. Uh, wow. We'll start off the show with uh, something uh, brand new. Well, it was recorded November 66, so that's not too, <laughs> too brand new. But the official Impulse one came out uh, live at Temple University, one of John Coltrane's last performances. And that, and that was Naima. You know, he's, he's singing and beating uh, himself in the chest. I, he- I heard it was kind of a, a Buddha technique this thing singing and beating Tarzan too yeah and then Sawako and Daisuka Mayatani and PVG uh, we got guests yeah welcome welcome aboard yes Brother Peyote Cody yes sir thank you Control Radio thank you guys for having me you brought your buddy my my good friend Sean Otis Barley yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Connected yeah. with the Princess Cruises from the deck way up high. Yes, sir. A shot of the fucking breakwater in the Angel Gate Lighthouse. That's right. You know, this is where uh, I, when I do the kayak. Oh, okay. Like me, me, yeah, me, Matt I dumped it right there. Right off wow. the right, <laughs> right in the main chair. No yeah, way. Right outside there. Yeah, right outside there. Right right how how <laughs> awesome, Sean. He's got too comfortable. Got too comfortable. <laughs> yeah, Sean, Sean, Sean has been a photographer ever since I've known him. His mother was a great photographer, and we've been friends since 85. 85. Junior high, high wow. school, skateboarding okay. together. Yeah. 85 was heavy. So I had to bring him. Sure I had to bring him. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Okay. Yes, sir. Where were you born? Where'd you grow up? I, I was born in Granada Hills in the San Fernando Valley. Right. I was born and raised in the valley. You're, so you're a valley guy. Valley guy, yeah. Well, can you tell me your earliest music Ab- recollection? Absolutely. My mom My mom was a single mom. Yeah. Uh, she, she loved, her and all her siblings loved the shit out of Elvis Presley, yeah. which I cannot stand. Yeah. Because I associate it with her getting loaded and drinking yeah. around the house and, you know, having the blues around Christmas, you know, playing Love Me Tender. And I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, not this shit again, right? So that that was my, that's my earliest. Yeah. But at the same time. Well, Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley. And at the same time, all the Motown shit. She loved Sam Cooke. Yeah. She loved Johnny Mathis. She loved yeah. Smokey yeah. Robinson. So I was, I was hip to that. Elvis, I didn't dig, but. Yeah. But I think he learned how to sing in church from Brother Zoe. Probably. You can hear it in his voice. Sure. I mean, he's from oh, what? Right. He's from that town? I've been, I've, yeah, I've, I've been through there. In fact, there was a little church where supposedly he started singing. Yeah. Everywhere you go down there, the Elvis was here doing yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mom actually took me to Graceland on a yeah, tri- trip when we were kids. And I was... Tan, I didn't really care. I was like, whatever. All the names written on the walls, yeah. it's all ladies. Yeah, oh yeah? Oh wow. I mean, he 
Okay, so uh, so that was my earliest. That's your yeah. earliest. It's in the house, you know. Most, it's in the house. Most yeah, most people it is in the house. And I thank my mom for that. Yeah, she yeah, had, right. she has some soul. You know, what about definitely. Well, growing up, yeah. uh, school, you know, KLOS was yeah. what I grew up on, really. Classic rock. I went yeah. to KMET a couple times. Oh, okay. KMET, yeah. I got tired of radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. He couldn't even say the time on the air. Yeah, I worked at the wow. coolest stations first, and then all the rest of the stations sucked after that, you know? Yeah. Satellite station, you couldn't say the weather because they're in... Because it's global. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. different time zones. You can't zone. see the time. You can't yeah. see Right, yeah, right. 15 minutes after the hour. Like right, now. <laughs> playlist. Right. Which, yeah, it was yeah. trippy. Which it's taints the late. whole idea. We had down here, I mean, that was a big rock one. Yeah. He had a Long Beach one called uh, KNAC. Yeah, yeah, it worked there too. And, yeah, uh, KNAC uh, was great. Rhythm days. Wasn't that on the scene? Was, was who was the guy there? There was a Texan guy, and he was a big fan the Blue Oyster Cult, he'd always... Oh, man. The Green Matters damage. I know, I didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the KJ guy was real darn sweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've heard of that name, between, yeah. Yeah, that was big when I yeah. first came to California. Yeah. Okay, so you're listening to the radio there. Well, yeah, but um, I, I would have it... I would owe it all to my cousin Dana. Yeah. She was a drummer. She was about eight years older than I was, and she started playing drums when she was six. Yeah. And she lived in New Orleans. Yeah. My mom was a single mom. She was struggling. Yeah. She moved us to New Orleans when I was 10, around 1980. That's cool. And we lived with my aunt, and my cousin was a drummer. She had a room. Her bedroom was basically like this, but her drum set was set up. She had records. So when my cousin would split and do her gigs or go to school, I was in heaven looking at her records, you know, she had... What about listening? Oh, I would listen with the headphones, yeah. She had... Look, it was all the cover art. It was King Crimson. It was all this cover art that fucked me up. It was King Crimson, progressive musician-based music. And it did something to me. But I really had an appreciation for musicianship at like nine years old. Damn. And I tried... When she was gone, I got on her drums and tried to learn Tom Petty fucking breakdown... <laughs> records you know and um and the police at nine not knowing what the fuck i was doing in queen stone cold crazy and shit like that and she had the go-go's and she had blondie and she had the kinks i love the kinks Whoa. um so i owe it all to her my love for it because that's what did it yeah i think that's what turned me on yeah yeah
Today, being together in mind, if not in body, makes me glad. Our two minds always play in harmony.
Isn't there something we could do together? An experience shared is twice the treasure.
Pedro show, yes sir. Uh, let's see. We start off something brand new from Howie Reeve at Matthews. Howie's just a solo bass dude who sings wow. songs. Oh yeah, there oh, yeah. it is. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like a, a mandala or something. I've seen that. We're yeah. looking at a Boon uh, Gallery. Wow. Uh, Boon painting of a King Crimson. How discipline. how cool to be able to see that. What's this yes. other one? Thank you, Matt. Oh, wow. It's Project Merch. Wow, yeah, <laughs> That's old baby without a... Tr- uh, a That's cross. badass. Would you mind if... Can <laughs> okay, I, then we heard... Uh, wow. Uh, 
uh, last Dirty Beaches album, uh, Displaced. How uh, badass. Nephew Alex, he's starting a new trip. Last Lizard. I think his last gig in Portugal is now. Uh, then we heard Brother, Sister's Daughter, You're Here. Brand new album. It came out on Mr. Shimmy's birthday. Yeah. It was recorded uh, six years ago. Wow. But uh, all three albums are going to come out one, two, three, uh, a year apart. She's working on mixing the second one. But that's the first one there. Uh, the Quiet Beach by King Champion Sounds. That's brand new from them. Wow. Uh, Thomas Sherpas. That's fucking Moroni. Yeah. Evans. Yeah. This is his horn band. Uh, brand new album. Theme for the Wish Granters. I think the album's called Wish Granter. Wow. Uh, Kimi no by Boris. That's brand new. And then something uh, not brand new. The Allegheny Whitefish. Wow. Uh, Mr. Tom Tobacco with Eating Butterflies. Wow. Uh, back to uh, Tom Tobacco. Cody's journey through music. Okay, so it's your cousin. Yeah. In New Orleans. Yeah. Who's a drummer lady. And yeah. also deep in a lot of different stuff that you ain't never heard. I not in nine years old. I hadn't heard of none of this shit. No. Right. Oh, you had good background though with soul. And stuff. Yeah. So somewhat. Was, uh, yeah. Okay, but then yeah. uh, <laughs> what? You come back to SoCal? We did. Yeah. After two years. Yeah. Um, it's high school with the. Yeah, junior high. Yeah, we came back to SoCal, and um, I think it was around. Still in the Val. Still back to the Val. Okay. Back to the. Because, you know. Yeah, hot summer. You know, it was crazy. I don't think it was. I don't know if it was being a kid. You, you I don't recall it being as hot as it is now being okay. an, an adult. But. There were days. Yeah, there were fucking days. Yeah. It seems yeah. like it's 100 degrees every summer. Yeah, what's. Well, yeah, the, all the. Because the air don't get in there. No, it's just. You know a, a why? Pit. Perk lives out in uh, Tarzan. Perkins, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm in the west part. Okay. And Kay, she's in Studio City, so she's in the east part. Yeah. And her part don't get as blistering, but that yeah. perks gets blistering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I take my son out twice a week to sh- to uh, Sherman Oaks out in okay. the valley for That's pre west. preschool. Yeah. And my folks live in Canoga Park, so okay. I go out there. Yeah. Sherman Oaks, I think this is where Beefheart did the prac for the fucking trout mass replica. There's a oh, wow. pad out there. Holy shit. Yeah. It goes back to those days. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so you come back. Come back. Couple years. Yeah, come back after two years in New Orleans. And, you know, I have friends. Uh, I think what I remember the most, my friend's older brothers, you know, my friend Glenn, his older brother and Glenn, are in a rush. So, you know, there's Canadian band trio, power trio, Prague, you know, rush. My pool friend, cleaner. Tony took me to see Rush. To see Rush, really? In the 70s. It was Dude. like an opera. Sure. And some guy like had his hands up against the Yeah, star. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's the, that's, that's, that dude is supposed to represent the, I think the star of the corporation, and the star is against the corporation saying, no, I'm a free man, let me do my shit. Oh. With, without the star. Okay. Interfering with my sure, sure. with my art, you know, art or integrity. Yeah, I heard the drummer writes the words. Neil Peart, he does all of the lyrics. But he ain't original dude. No, the first dude. Damn it, what is his name? He left after. Damn, I forgot his name. He left after the first record. He did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I Frank Tanchi, the Minuteman. You know, Minuteman's oh, yeah, first yeah. drummer was <laughs> yeah. George Hurley. Right. Who was a welder man named Frank Tanchi. Okay. We actually did our first two gigs. He was from a polka band. 
called the Polish Eagle Band, and uh, yeah, they played Slav and Italian weddings and doing polkas and colas. And uh, Dee Boom thought that kind of drummer would be good for punk because it's got a two-step. <laughs> it's got the punk. bounce, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And also, he, he uh, lived in a pad in his sister's backyard, and it was always tough for us with drummers. Yeah. To practice. Never, yeah, to, yeah, practice pads were impossible. Yeah, yeah. So, but what happened is, after two gigs, he thought punk was too crazy and quit. Did he really? And in fact, left his drum kit, everything, ran off. Wow, and, uh, you guys scared him. Yeah, I saw it. It was weird too because he painted his drums up for the gig, SP and shit. Wow. I was like, wow, what's with Frank, man? It's going crazy. <laughs> and then 10 years later, yeah. or maybe even 12, I saw him again. First time since all that time. No way. No way. And he goes, you know what? I said, what? He said, I should have quit. <laughs> <laughs> How's a good guy? Think? A good guy. <laughs> yeah. You know what? In the early days of punk, it was kind of freaky. And sure, it was new. Second game, it was new. That's where Greg Ginn says, "Hey, do you guys want to be SSTO2?" And what'd you say? Yeah, but now, now we had no drummer, so right. we got George Early because the reactionary's drummer was George Early. Okay. Yeah. He had joined a new wave band called Hey Taxi, but they had just broke up. Wow. So we asked Georgie to learn the songs in three weeks. Dude, he ended up paranoid time. Yeah. Well, the paranoid time pushes you to get shit going, so that's that's yeah. great how that show yeah. works. We recorded mixed in one night, 300 bucks. Oh, my God. Uh, it was the first time we made a record. Yeah, it was the first? Wow, trip. man. So anyway... Uh, George Hurley's incredible, man. That guy. All the f- well, the incredible drummer, man. Yeah. Very so tech. in Pedro, but he moved. I went by the patio he was living in before I went on tour. Yeah. He ain't there. No. Uh. So Richard fucking body told me he's, uh. <laughs> he's coming next week for Thanksgiving. Oh, cool, cool. A plumber friend of mine who uh, pots and pans. I, I met him yeah. before Georgie, and he was an old friend of uh, Georgie's. Plumber man, he moved to San Francisco. Wow. Usually Pedro guys stay in Pedro, but Richard... He's an adventurer. He's an adventurer. <laughs> so he's going to come back uh, next week for him to catch up and find Georgie's new... Uh, but nobody's like Georgie. I, so man. you had buddies at, at high school playing... Well, junior high, my, you know, everyone, you know, my friends' brothers were Rush fans. They turned me on to Rush. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really dug Rush. Um, Did you see him? Because I got back to that gig with the... That was like the 2112. That was 2112, yeah. That was before, I think... Go sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so trippy. You speak, huh? Like three years ago. Yeah. This lady, you know, she's been on tours to photograph. This is a, a Thai lady, really strong lady. But she was in, uh, she grew up in Fresno. Yeah. And for some reason, she got into Rush. So yeah. they were coming around about three years ago to play. It can, I knew who the promoter was. I said, okay, we'll go see it. So yeah. it'd been like 30 years in between, right? Holy shit. Yeah. And I fell asleep at that one. <laughs> oh, my God. Consistency. <laughs> they, they, they were that boring. I remember the bass man. No, they're all good musicians. You know, yeah. I got to meet some of them. Yeah, they're dope musicians. Uh, Primus guy really likes that. Even Getty Lee, played, yeah. Uh, yeah. He took me on tour to open up with Nels Klein and shit. Wow, and shit. That's 90s. right. Yeah. yeah. When we played in Montreal and Toronto, it was Toronto. Okay. He uh, introduced me. Some of those guys came to the gig. Oh, man. That's cool. Guitar, man. Big guy. Alex Lifeson. Yeah. Really nice, really nice. Yeah, guy. yeah. Sweet guy. Getty Lee, I, I, is one of my favorite bass players. I, I, 
I like He's this. the high voice. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw him this time before I conked, they yeah. had a little chicken thing. Yeah, the rotisserie. I saw that tour. I saw that tour. So what was that about? I don't know. You know, kind of jokey. Yeah, jokey. And then and then another tour. They had um, they had a washing machine and a dryer as well. Rotisserie chicken. Yeah, rotisserie chicken. And apparently the uh, the road crew would eat those chickens. Actually, yeah, that's what I read. Yeah. Not them than me. <laughs> but I dug the sound of Getty Lee's bass. Yeah. I think his sound of bass, um, tell me if I'm wrong, I don't know basses very well. I think it was a humbucker, but it matched to me. Huckenbacker. and it Rickenbacker. And it matched the sound of the bass player in Yes to me. Yeah, they played the same kind of bass. So that, Squire, yeah. that hit me like, oh shit, they sound the same. I found out that Squire, it was his band. Okay. They tried to tour without him? Uh-uh. No, it wasn't. You, you gotta call it your own names. Right. Because I'm yes. Right? Wow. That makes sense. That was a whole different shift. Yeah, where the bass guy becomes dominant in the band. Yeah. He was badass. He was yeah, badass. He, what I heard was Rush started off as a Led Zeppelin uh, band. Like yeah. Sing up. And you know where Robert Plant I read said he got that voice? Steve Marriott, Humble Pie. Oh, no. Sh- oh, okay. It was a little guy in Humble Pie. Yeah. Because he said that voice could cut right through it. Right. You know, Robert Plant's a guy who's not afraid to give credit. I know Led Zeppelin has a big history, but I think right. it was more Mr. Page. Right. Robert Plant always gave it to Steve Marriott. Really? Right, for giving him the inspiration to do That's that high cool. up there. That That is, uh, yeah. Shit, we're at the end of the first hour. Wow. 2014. No. Yeah, 2014, yeah. but November... 18. Fuck yeah. First hour of the show, uh, the Beatles show. Uh, Peyote Cody, our guest. Hold tight for hour two. Woo! 18. November 18, 2014, the second hour of the for Pedro show. Pacific, I broke down, I drifted, floating on my back, like we're all taught to. When you're lost at sea, it's understood. You want something solid underfoot. I've sunk to the depths that I know one shouldn't. safe, you're warm, you're alright, you're safe, ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. blackout or blizzard, it's cold and dark, what is it, it's none of these, So just sit with this In a real snowstorm It's understood Anything warm Some flame, some wood Any flame Any wood But you're alright You're safe, you're warm 
could keep out Family life Private keep out Family life
le signe. Vous n'avez pas imaginé une minute que ça pouvait être par goût. Why they 
by the weather Who walks with the soft tread Upon the
Check, 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 check. Más grande 
Watch for Pedro Show. We start hour two off with a brand new Almay, Atlantic Pacific. Yeah. Speaking of the ocean. That's when she's in a pool, right? Way down. I think she's in a pool on that one. See that cover, album cover on that. She's, oh. she's in a pool. It's called, uh, shit, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, oh you, you are the other one. Mm. Or something like that. <laughs> I think that's just, we're going to have her on. She'll, cool. she'll explain. And uh, something brand new from Andrea Belfi. Immobile, Andrea Belfi, drummer man for El Sonio de Marnayo, my, wow. my tour mate for the last two months. Wow. We did 53 gigs, 53 days. Oh, my God. Kick then, it, uh, kicking ass. Family kick Life ass. Designer Caveman by The God Hackney. Uh, fifth Jeju French Film Festival trailer by No Poem. Uh, no One Knows Why They Go by Pete McRoberts. Tom Gallo with All the Bells. Girls Experience, uh, Funny Noise, from Funny Noise. Yeah. And then Frederick Kim Boom with Lady Vengeance. Vege Vengeance. Vengeance. Yeah, it's a word. Vengeance. Fucking <laughs> 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 bucket. Okay. Uh, and Gentleman Blog by Dwarves. Of course, wow. Blog there. Wow. And finally, Alfredo uh, Numero Dos, Chicano Batman. Wow. Uh, okay, so this this bass sound from Rush. Yeah, that that turned me on. I I, I think the bass sound from Rush and yes, um, and even the sound, this distinct sound of how drums were recorded, um, led me to uh, find the similarities in in other bands and other albums. Yeah. Um, you know, which I think all, I think all music lovers do at one point, right? They they have an ear for shit and they can don't associate. Yeah, and pick shit other. out and yeah. Uh, but but I, I think I had an early appreciation for musicianship and the way shit sounded and technic technical shit too like you know who's playing more notes in between you know how many notes are in a certain bar yeah um how many uh you know s strings are being plucked on yeah. you know on a bass between a beat At you this know time are you going to clubs no that was I was too young too I was young. still nine or ten so eleven. Clubs, concerts. concerts. It wasn't until I was like fourteen or fifteen I snuck into the country club oh, in, in the valley on Reseda. Yeah, yeah. Played there a couple times. Yeah, I, I I found out later you did. Um, as well as you know, I think band. Bad Brains and right, right. Black Flag, of course. And so, you, you, so your first live gig. I missed that boat. I was too young. I was born in seventy two. Yeah. I missed that boat. Um. I was a little young. By the time I got there, I started getting into I was playing wasp. Yeah, I was into the metal shit. I was into the metal shit. It was like Lizzie Borden. Remember the last phase? Of the yeah, it was like Lizzie Borden and Wasp. Wasp had that controversial record that I had. It was "Fuck You Like an Animal." And the dude, it was a picture of his crotch with the saw blade coming out of it. And it was dope. Just it was dope. It was like, oh, this is some fucking funny shit. So I went to go see them. I was like fourteen. I snuck in somehow, and then I, you know, I made my way over the hill to Hollywood and saw some Troubadour shows. Okay, so close. You know, so. yeah. But did that change things when you see music up close? Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. Well, I got to tell you, the first thing that fucked me up yeah. when I lived, no, I went back to Vegas to visit. Um, 1985, 
my first arena show was Iron Maiden. Yeah. And that fucked me up. Bring Eddie out at the end. They fucking brought Eddie out and his mummy shit. It was 1985, the Power Slave tour. <laughs> and I just remember. Oh, so who was singing then? It was it was Bruce Dickinson. Okay, okay. Yeah. It was Bruce. Wilder where he ain't in the. Well, no, there was a while later on in the 90s where yeah. he stepped out. But the OG okay. vocalist was Paul Diano. That's right, that's right. Yeah. He did the first. actually the second guy. Yeah, Paul Diano did the first album and the Killers album, which were really punk rock, yeah, metal fused. About torn or something. Yeah, he couldn't hang. Right. You know, same with the first Rush drummer, he couldn't deal with the with the tour right. aspect. But the Iron Maiden and then Bruce Dickinson came on after Killers. Then there was a third guy. There was a, but he was like it never even happened. You know, it was, it was some bullshit, but. But that now this, this guy learned how to fly and shit, right? He flies him to the gig. Oh, yeah. Did you watch that documentary, 666? No, no it, we did some festivals. Fly, we just played with them in Europe. Dude. And they were telling me... Yeah. If you get a chance, they got a doc, Flight 666, on Netflix. Bruce Dickinson is a captain, and they designed a fucking 747 to haul all of their shit. Along with the crew, so they're the first ever in history to be able to go around the planet with all their shit and and do it right. So I, that was revolutionary in it in itself. Just that. But that gig blew your mind. 1985 fucked me up, and I was in front of Steve Harris and watching him now, put what his. What is he in the band? Does he write this? He song? writes this. He it's he's the. I f- thought so because they yeah. give him a mic, but he sings all the words. He 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 he, he lip syncs it. While he's playing because That's he writes my, it. This is my it's song. his shit. Killing everybody. You know yeah. how Yeah, and and he's like a he's mo- actually really good bass player. He's fucking badass. He's a really good guy. Like even from when he was a kid from the early shit. Yeah, I know it's kind of what they genre you were saying, but yeah. there's a lot of Jamerson in his playing. Dude, yeah. There's a lot of thumping. Yeah. And he's I think he's like I know you were, tr- you, I know you've s- said over time you're trying to incorporate your four fingers into playing oh, yeah. at some point. Flipper. The flipper. I think he at the time he was at least at three, and that fucked me up because I was watching his ass like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? You know, and I, I was figured he was strong in the band because just yeah, his presence wasn't like your typical bass dude. No, he's cliche. He started it. I like these bands with a bass guy up front. Well, that I just like bands that kick ass. I like energy. I like riffs, guitar riffs. I fucking love. I like bass lines. Yeah. Um. I don't. And I like a little bit of of uh, you know um not hot dog not hot dog in this but um a little bit let me show my chops like jazz like when everyone each cat took their solo I like to see a human's ability and what they can do I want to see someone go the fuck off just like watch just like skating I want to see someone blast the fucking air I want to see brother Matt fucking go off yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> I just killed someone. What's gonna happen here? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm ready for action. Fire it up. Oh, cool. Hey, who vas tu, Johnny? Abijam. Who? Abijam. Côte d'Ivoire. Abijam. 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 Abijam.
told me You gotta get better if you ever wanna win And I know that She not getting any better, man She just said I still love her Cause I know I was once there Wearing them shoes I'm still hurting Cause a woman I love Is giving me
Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, so I didn't have, uh, I couldn't burn some stuff I wanted to burn, so I had to make do with some stuff that was in the little collecting spot between the seats of my car. Wow. All right. Nice. Damn. Right? <laughs> the lemons are falling from the sky. <laughs> I was bitching. Take it. Tina trip there you know I was just in New Orleans and uh, I was in the French Quarter uh, a place called One Eye Jacks it used to be called Slim Shim Sham Shim Sham wow yeah wow uh, it's like an old theater uh, maybe burlesque thing or something from oldie time and uh, had a good gig there uh, what's his name Dave uh, oh d- um from the, the, the desert. Yeah. The Eagles of Death Metal. Oh, uh, um, Eagles of Death Metal. The Bo- yeah. Boots Electric, is that his name? Dave, uh, 
he's got the studio. Him and uh, he, he ain't the front guy. I think. Uh, oh, Josh, homie, the Queens of the Stone Age guy. Yeah, with yeah. Him too. yeah, yeah. They all come out the of that. Desert Crew, Joshua Tree. Yeah, that shit's dope. I love that shit. He was at the gig for oh, oh, bitching. Something. Baron Martin was too. That's where I got turned on. Those guys was out of Joshua Tree revival. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Like that trip, small world. Their bass player I, I liked, uh, Nick Oliveri. Yeah, right. His, he, band. he wrote some great bass lines, man. Yeah. And then you went with. The, the, the band before, it was Caius. Caius, yeah. That's, Caius is funky, man. Funky. Heavy and, and funky. Mario with uh, Fatso Jetson. And yeah, Fatso yeah, yeah. Jetson was dope. There's a whole, a whole thing coming out of there. Anyway, that, that, that studio man. Dave was there. It was good to see him. He had big, old, big old beard. Wow. And uh, yeah, when people pop out of nowhere. Yeah, unexpected places. Yeah, right. And earlier that day, coming from Mobile, uh, got to do a uh, sailboat ride in off uh, Biloxi. You know. Nice. Oh shit! Yeah. And it's where that BP oil thing was. Yeah. And uh, do you smell it there still? Was no, yeah. Yeah. And there was no wind, so we had. Uh, oh. Main thing is sailboats. Yeah, yeah. And it's humid as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My you know what? Not as bad as it could be. Yeah. Because it was the end of uh, Yeah, yeah, October. you weren't in the thick yeah. of summer. Yeah. Look, we're at the end of the second hour. Uh, November 18th, 2014 edition of the Pedro Shore. Guess uh, Peyote Cody. Peyote Cody, yes. Yes. Uh, hold tight for hour three. November 18th. 2014, it's third hour, the Watt from Pedro Show. Demoler, 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 
Ta 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 ya 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 wow.
promise more than truth and loyalty. Keep looking inside my mind. Disillusion is what you Forsake my love If you can't see me Then I'll know it's time to go 
Watt from Pedro's show. Uh, started off the third hour with uh, some Los Psychos. Yeah. Demolition. Damn. You know, people tell me these cats were way ahead on the punk tip. Maybe before B-Fart and Stooges even. I don't know. Uh, Doesn't sound like a 60s Peru band, though. No, not no. like pan flutes. <laughs> that, that might be some shit the is all they had They didn't have string instruments Until Spain brought them over Well someone needs to bring in The pan flute now want some so, shit. The Chronics after them uh, They're from Italy uh, First time, best time Orange Disaster Right side of my brain I think those are Chile guys That moved to Germany To Hamburg uh, the Warblers, Tsunami of Love, speaking of Jay Maskus. Yes, sir. This is his brother, Mike Maskus. No way. He got a band called The Warblers, and they got a brand new uh, record out. Holy shit. And, uh, yeah, Tsunami of Love. And uh, The War, War Yes with Shut Up and Listen. That's from uh, Seattle. Uh, Gnarly Davidson with Part 2. Gnarly Davidson, I got to play with him in Lawrence, Kansas. They're pretty gnarly. What a great name. I can't believe I didn't think of that name. It's a power trio. Shit. And, and then finally... Uh, Guy, the Banu's remix from uh, Diam Musica and R O Four. We're here with Peyote Cody. Woo. Look, tell me about how'd you get into the radio thing. The radio thing, man. Well, uh, you know, well, I think it started from uh, you know first hearing. So from the rush and the shit like that, I got into to thrash metal. The first Metallica record. Kill 'em all, ride the lightning, Slayer, Hell awaits, all that shit. Um, being in that, and then suicidal tendencies, getting um, you know more aggressive with the, the sound and shit. I want more. Yeah, I want more. I want more. Got into the punk, all the punk shit. No, I, I don't want more. I just wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so going from that to that, um, I'm just, and then. When Public Enemy came out, which Sean introduced me to fucking Rebel Without a Pause on 12-inch, when I heard that, my fucking mind was blown. I was like, okay, this is another th- aggressive, this is another version of punk rock. Yeah. I loved it. Okay, so when I heard that, and I heard Run DMC, and I heard all the scratching on it, I'm like, okay, I, I don't have a band. My friends can't fucking play instruments. I want to be in a band. I can't do it. So let me do this one-man band thing, like jamming. Master J and let me see if I could do this. Let me fucking get on the turntable. Yeah, schooly fucking D, of course. That first album. Do a gig with you. Dude, holy shit. Yeah, sunglasses goes, my name's My name's Schooly School. Oh no, tell me Jesse. Oh Jesse. Wow. Says my name's Jesse. That album, Saturday night Saturday night. I forgot I played in East Town in Philly. In Philly. Parkside five two five two. That that record, that record. Bum rush, yo bum rush the show. Criminal minded, and raising hell from Run DMC. Those records fucked me up. It was another fuck me up phase, and so. The idea of being a DJ, making all those crazy sounds by myself, I could yeah. do this by myself, got me into DJing. And then got me into maybe I could play clubs and expose cool music to, to people. I think that's the idea behind wanting to do yeah, radio shows. Yeah, or wanting to do radio shows or wanting to be a DJ. Later on, being a DJ got tainted because everyone wants you to be a fucking jukebox and, you know, the younger... <laughs> Yeah, so you can't really be a freak 
so much, you know, when you're a DJ playing clubs so much, oh. depending on what you want to do. You got to move the crowd. Yeah, and it it's gets a whole different world. It's a whole did different you like world. That one, did you like follow the leader? Like Fuck. Motherfucking follow the leader. Eric B and Rakim. Rakim Allah. Shit was tough. The hardest rhyme that will ever be written. And I, I feel so passionate about this. Lyrics of Fury. Oh, yeah. That song, those... Your seatbelts, because I'm... Hold, hold on if you want the style I possess. I bless the gods, the earth, the moon, and fuck the rest. I mean, every line on there is... is I think his brother made the music. He's got a younger brother who did the background. Fuck. That's a bad album. Well, on that song in particular yeah. um, was a, a, a P-Funk sample. Uh, no head, no backstage pass. Yeah, right. I think he kind of transformed the guitar lick in there uh, on top of a, of a very sped up funky drummer loop yeah. as well. And that song... Follow the Leader, that whole album is amazing. But that song, no MC. I've studied hip-hop. I've studied MCs. I love it. No one will ever fuck with that song. No, it's intense. No cuss words. No. He's a fucking scientist. Rock him a lot, man. So, rock him. So roll up. roll up Get your hold Yeah <laughs> Ain't nothing smiling Stop smiling Yeah Yeah That shit was And that shit was so funky I mean that well, shit That's why you wanted To get on the radio Well oh, No you wanted to get In the club I was DJing Yeah turn, turn, Being a turntablist I got hired to, As a studio musician To scratch on A lot of cat songs yeah. I think the first thing I did was on a Don Was record Okay um, So throughout the years I got hired to do that so I was kind of like a studio musician Going right, to studios right, right. Working Doing scratch shit And then doing shit For like TV shows well, and The Lost Control So The Lost Control It wasn't until Like a year and a half Where I got Where I was like Okay I had been on tours yeah. And I was in a place Where I wasn't touring anymore Yeah Um you know, I did mix CDs over the years, and they would be globally distributed. Like yeah, yeah. on Melrose, I'd take them to shops on Melrose, and they would sell out. So, and I'd get write-ups in magazines and shit on them, yeah. too. So my friends would tell me, dude, you know, now that the internet had got where it was, yeah. it's like, dude, do some fucking podcasts. Yeah. And I, it didn't hit me till a friend of mine, Suave Smooth, yeah. um, told me, hey, you should do this shit. So I, you know, I finally got so off my ass and did it. All right. He's the credit. Yeah. The last, the last bunch for this edition. Yeah. Yeah.
Live from Pedro Show. Last music we heard. El Paso, Devin, Gary, and Ross. Slimy by Elam Bolt. Cadmus by Dear Blanca. Anger Management by Luce Barons. Lily on the Mountain by 4D Nightmare. And finally, Ghosts We All Are by David Gerard. Uh, so, yeah. the, the website where people can hear your show. Yes, sir. L-O-S-S. R A D I O no Lost Control Radio S S C O N T R O L R A D I O dot com Yes sir Lost Control Radio dot com dot com you guys can hear uh, yeah Cody's righteous fucking bunch of tunes that he puts out what do you do your show I'm sorry what was that again when when where when? Uh, when? Um, I try to do it every week. Once a week. Uh, once a week. You know, you know, it gets busy. Sometimes I skip a week. The one's archived? Yes, they're archived on LostControlRadio.com. You can download them. It also streams. I have the honor of Chuck D streams my show on his website. You know, he's, he's in Cali now. Yeah, he's I in Cali. Yeah. dude's pad in Barbara. Yeah. Where his wife is a professor with him. At the college. At you see Santa Barbara. Yeah, yeah. He's no longer Strong Island. Yeah, he's Ventura. He's Ventura. Yeah. Respect, man. I love that man. Dude, he's God to me. He's one of the gods to me. What kind of advice would you give a young person wanting to get into music? Into music, um, study it. Um, study all genres. Don't don't just listen to one thing. Listen to everything. And, and find what you like and, and I don't know it's cliche probably for me to say I don't know just be passionate about it if you love it try to share it and, and spread the word with everything with everybody I don't know Sean what do you think that's good advice <laughs> like be open be open I think that's where the, take it to heart. yeah and, and that could apply to anything food you know art uh, how you love and interact with people sure everything what about radio shows well, somebody wanted you to have a, give them advice about give, together their own radio. Well, with now, you can do whatever the sh- hell you want. So do whatever you want and don't try to be like anyone else. No, no, no. No cookie cutter. No, no, no copycats. Don't bite. Don't be toy-ass motherfuckers. You know, be original, man. There's no, you know, it's rare that... There's originality, you know. Yeah. Be an OG. Real. Be an OG, and it's hard, you know. A lot of great things have already been done, been done, but be OG as OG as you can, as as original. There's a lot of stuff to be done. A lot of stuff to be right. done. Yeah, be yeah. Trapped. Thought of absolutely. Brother Peyote Cody, man, thank you so much. Thank you, Mister White. Can I can I can, can I ask you a question before we sign off? Yeah. Your cover of "Sophisticated Bitch," Public Enemy. Got to do with. Beastie Boys. How well, we also saw that at the Palomino in because we're Valley Boys. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, well, we're, I've told him. yeah, we're Valley Boys. He saw it. Uh, what made you do that song? As as it, it's so fucking incredible. What happened was Thurston gave me the the, the first three demos. Yeah, Bum Rush to Show. Yeah, Sophisticated Bitch and Uzi Ways It Tough. Fuck yeah! And then when the album came out, yeah, it sounded so tiny. Yeah, you know about these three songs, the demos. No, not the yeah. demos. This is before they had a record deal. Okay. And we thought, Edward was like, man, this, the album, nobody's going to know that they had a big sound. Yeah. So let's do Sphiscane Bitch to show people. 
<laughs> I mixed I mixed that on my show one of the first episodes and I sent it to Chuck and he was like, yeah, that's fucking. Did you know about that? Yeah. We were huge fans yeah. before they even had an album out because Thurston turned us on to this. So Same dope. Schooling, Thurston. Yeah, it's so badass. Look, look. Uh, thank you so much for coming on board. Thank Brother you, man. sir. No, certainly. Cool, cool. I love you, Mike Watt. I fucking love you, man. Fuck. It's been November 18th, 2014 edition of Watt for Pedro Show. Everybody, yeah, keep, keep your powder dry. Uh,